Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. She did. Yes, spring is finally here. She is the here. crappy weather from last week has left. Farewell. Happy winter. birthday, Dad. Oh, <laughs> it's Gant's Gant's dad's birthday, and and happy birthday, Ben. That's my brother. It's also his birthday. Well, his name is Bennett, but yeah, that. Oh, word. Bennett and Ben with Look two ends and two T's. Oh, they like a uh, 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 superfluousness. That's not the word I was looking for. Abundance in, in the, your the house in of your abundance the house is of here abundance. today, yes. featuring Jade Electra, also known as uh, Alfonso King, also known as DJ Relentless. Also known as uh, probably a few other things that I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, she is our sister from north of the border in Toronto, who yes. I will see either tomorrow night or Saturday night at Saturday Balls night, Deep likely, yeah, Disco right. at the Black Eagle or the Eagle. The Eagle. Whatever it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's black. Sometimes it's just the Eagle. It's I don't. I'm confused, but I'm going to be Maybe there. It's like a mood ring. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to be there Saturday night with Christy. And then he'll be here next week. Woohoo! For Balls Deep Disco. Yes. Once again. Once and Come again. on, everybody. Featuring Chris and another DJ, not myself. But uh, he will be he at will be Exley back. with me Thursday night. For the Butch Queens Express. Unless I'm getting my dates mixed up. Check my Instagram Which stories for possible. the latest. 
Yes, uh, cause, uh, okay, we'll admit it, it's a pre-record. But, uh, we're, we're coming at ya, like we said, with Jade Electra in just a few. But until then, we're going to listen to another song about travel, since we're seeing Gant off this weekend. Next week. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. I can count the days. It's very confusing. It is very confusing when you do pre-reports. The airplane's going over should remind you. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to LaGuardia Airport. We're in the airport right now. Yes. What the hell? Get your bags, kid. And hang on tight because you're listening to Yes, She Did on the Face Radio. either of us in LA anytime soon. No, you'll see me there June 10th when we ride in. Oh, that's true. Uh, Gant Which will be, I, And uh, I will depart quickly thereafter. Yes. <laughs> you know, you need a couple hours and you've, you've seen it all in LA. However, uh, this Saturday night, if you are in Hollywood, uh, Giorgio's is returning. <gasps> it is. Yes. yes. Uh, I had the privilege Finally. of playing at that party a few times, and it was fabulous at the uh, Standard on Sunset Strip. Um, now it's at a new location on Cahuenga. Ooh. So my L.A. Fam- familia, if you are listening, check that out Saturday night. Props and praises to Brian Rabin and the Giorgio's team. 
Yes. And here in New York City, Brooklyn to be exact, tonight you can catch Gant at oh, yeah. the Butch Queens Express at 1 Jackson Street. No toll required. None at all. It's at the Exley Free 99, just like tomorrow night where you can catch me at Moist Towelette, a party's... Name that makes absolutely no sense. Is it rerun season for RuPaul's Drag Race? No, thank God, no. Um, But what it is, is a a fun damn time. All night, uh, disco and house classics with yours, True Lay. And then Gant, jetting straight back, not from L.A., but from Toronto. Uh, You can catch him from 4 to 9 at the Exley. Unless my plane is late, yes. Something like that, yeah. It'll be breezing. Cool. Chill, rather, vibes only. Sure. Because she'll be a little jet It's not a tea dance, but the thought is there. It's the thought that counts, you know? Yeah. Sharing is caring. It certainly is. And we have a few more selections to share with you before we get on the phone with And we have a premiere. Yeah, Jay Electro is coming up. Also, uh, I have found my summer anthem. We are going to dig it up shortly. Somehow. 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 Uh, Props and praises to John Roberts and the huge... Yes. Crew and team that put that video together for Danger. Everybody's in it. Holy, Everybody's a part of it. Holy word I can't say on the radio, but... Uh, Split. It is the summer jam, so we will get in. We will. Uh, currently, we're listening to Mascara, uh, See You in LA, slash Jet Plane Ride, featuring the one and only Luther Vandross. You're listening to Yes, She Did.
Thumbing through the dictionary, trying to find words to describe you. I found one. You know what it is? It's unique. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Runway, shall we? It's so lonely at the top. Wouldn't you agree? Feeling fab, 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 feeling fab. Directly from the house of international pancakes, serving up the latest that Canal Street has to offer. She's giving chattel, or is it Versace? I just have one thing to tell you, darling. You look fierce. Bitch, 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 you look fierce. Fashion sense from the WB. Damn. Did you just wake up or something? Damn. 
tell me one thing. Is your hair on purpose? Pull to the next window, please. Does that sound familiar? Just been listening well, you look to fierce. It. Yeah, you, uh... <laughs> yeah, this song will probably play again in this mix. <laughs> it, it just, it just very well might. Yeah. But, uh, but our, yes, she did. She did. She will. She will, and she will again. She did. Our yeah. next guest, the multi-talented, multi-talented, multi-faceted, uh, wearer of many uh, hats and many names. Yeah, so many that my contacts list got confused. Yeah. <laughs> And I tried to contact the old contact. Well, sometimes sometimes you do that, can't. But yeah. uh, without further ado, do it's the one and the only Jade Electra. Jade Electra. Ladies, Hi. Live Hi. and direct. Live and direct from uh, where? Where are you calling us from? Uh, Toronto. Toronto, Canada. How's the weather there today? Yeah. Uh, it is not bad. It's been raining every day. I'm, I'm just like, when did I fucking move to Seattle? <laughs> oh, can I curse? I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, if you'll... We'll send you the bill for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. FCC okay, is... Okay, you got you to swear jar them. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, 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 the FCC will send you the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are, you, what are you doing on this on this rainy Toronto uh, afternoon? But actually, it's next it's next week, so we're coming at you from the the past into the future. So yeah. today is so maybe it's not raining next. Today is Thursday. May eleventh, twenty twenty three. Yes. yes. Mm, May eleventh. Yes. Right. Hopefully things have cleared up by then, but uh, if they haven't. We're coming up on Mother's Day weekend, so... Oh, that's true. Don't forget to don't forget uh, call your mother, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you celebrate. Yeah, it's it's 1 p.m. Do you know where your mother is? Anyway, uh... <laughs> Do you know where your drag mother is, I think is more appropriate. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, let's... yeah. and unfortunately, my drag mothers, and I have several, are no longer with us, but... Oh. Um, but um, you know, who were you? I was a couple of days with my drag mother in New York. Ah, the legendary Pepper. All right, you were telling me on the phone. Let's share this conversation again with the uh, listening audience, yes. shall we? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Well, uh, I moved to New York City in 1992. I was taken in by this is the reason why I say I have several mothers. I was taken in by the electrifying Grace, who was one of the hosts at Better Days. Uh, but was one of the main hosts over at Sally's. And uh, she helped me get my first job as a DJ uh, at Sally's. So I, um, I got hired because I could read, which sounds crazy, but what they had been hiring um, uh, hustler boys to, 
to DJ for um, the club and for the shows, but none of them could read. So they had to pay someone else with uh, to sit with them during the show to tell them what to play. So when I came along, they fired all of them, and I worked seven days a week. <laughs> so when you say when you say reading, are we talking about the library or? Are we talking we're talking, about? A, we're talking as in C spot run. Yes. Oh um, wow. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was no, they weren't talking about snapping your fingers and reading the Queen on stage. Or oh, something. okay, no, no, no. okay. No, it wasn't that. No. Thank, thank you for um, that clarification. Yeah, it, yeah. It, My it was audition, a I went issue. in. I went in with a stack of records, uh, like a handful of records, and played for the manager. Um, um, Jimmy Peanuts was his name. <laughs> and, <laughs> wow. And, uh, yeah, it was Gay Mafia. I didn't even know that kind of stuff existed. So um, uh, I'm spinning and I'm doing my best mixes or whatever with what I had. And he's eating a plate of spaghetti and on the phone the entire time while I'm doing it. Uh, and when I finished, he called me over and he's like, um, uh, come here, come here, kid. Uh, tell me something. Can you read? And I literally thought what you thought. I was like, oh, yeah, honey, I can read. And he was like, no, 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 not that faggot shit. Um, I, oh. <laughs> as in see spot run. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, hi. Wow. And, and that was it. <laughs> wow. I didn't it's find so out about the, the, the uh, Hustler Boys until afterwards. Uh, and Grace had to put out word that no one was to touch me because they wanted to jump me Ooh. the first month. Yeah, this this sounds like the, the lost scene from Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Peanuts. Wow. <laughs> wow. Joey the, the Clown Lombardo came in later. Yeah. Right. So Grace is one of my drag mothers. Uh, she got very, very ill, and they had a benefit for her. Um, Dorian Corey was the Thursday night host, and so I, I worked with her every week. Uh, Angie Extravaganza was the Monday night host, uh, and they did, did a benefit. I mentioned to Dorian that uh, I used to do drag back in Florida because I had, uh, didn't bring any drag with me when I moved up. And she's like, oh, well, you should do it again. And I was like, well, I don't have any clothes. And she's like, well, we'll figure that, darling. And so the next thing I know, I'm <laughs> at her apartment getting um, fitted. And she made my early drag outfits, and I still have them. Oh, wow. Um, and, um, and they still uh, fit? I. I did the benefit that night, uh, and Pepola Beja came, and after my number was done, she came up to me and said, you uh, remind me of myself when I was your age. Would you like to be in the house of LaBeja? I was like, sure. Wow. <laughs> I, had, I had seen Paris is Burning. I didn't have to walk a ball to join or anything like that. She inducted me because of she thought I looked like her. She said, bitch, uh, you look fierce. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that that song didn't come along until much later. Uh, <laughs> right, right. So when did you when did you get to New York City? What year was that? You said ninety two. Ninety two. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I arrived. Actually, we're um, approaching the. Uh, uh, well, we did the anniversary because of I got there in April of ninety two. And you and you became a, a nightlife fixture just soon after that. Uh, uh, it, it didn't really work that way. I mean, I started doing drag, and then I started doing like um, I, who was Baird Jones? I think was one of the promoters for Limelight. 
quite possibly. I don't know if you remember him or not. I, but, I don't, but there were several. I mean, I remember the flyers getting handed out on the street, and you'd see one, and there'd be like 50 names on there. I'm like, how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How? So uh, Limelight was where I experimented in, in like what I was going to look like and, and show up. And uh, I guess the door people there uh, felt sorry for me or either thought like, oh, well, that's cute, <laughs> and let me in. Uh, so that's where I sort of started like being seen. And I remember running into like Girlina and Shaquita and all of them, um, you know, periodically uh, in the building somewhere. Uh, and then uh, I forgot who gave me my first booking bookings. Um, I want to say it was Anthony Lamont. There used to be a place on 14th Street called Two Eyes uh, uh, at um, 8th and 14th. And uh, he started booking me, and he liked me because I did Millie Jackson numbers. So uh, Perfect. And it, it was a predominantly black crowd, so, like, they, they really got into it. Uh, and then I eventually worked my way down to the village and uh, got bookings at Two Potato and that's how um and but i had when i worked at sally's i um met harmonica sunbeam victoria lace uh and i formed a group um that we performed up in harlem or actually we started in times square at legs diamonds which was a strip joint that i also dj'd at uh and they gave us the place on sunday so uh the illusions were created and then we took the show uptown and we performed at Copeland's restaurant on 145th. Uh, and every Thursday we did a show and it was perfect because every Thursday they had like tour buses that came through. So one week <laughs> we, it would be all German people. One week it would be all Asian people. Uh, and we did this drag show up in Harlem. Uh, and I remember writing to Michael Masto asking him to come. It's like, look, we'll, we'll comp you. I'll buy you your dinner. Come check this out. And no response in her at all. And I and I also I wrote to uh, Next Magazine because of um, um, like uh, a few famous people, like Flavor Flav showed up one week, and um, Phyllis Stickney. You probably don't know who she is, but she's an actress, um, and uh, a black actress. But like, so I was like, oh, we should start getting some press. And um, nothing, no, nobody wrote us back. And the week that I had written to them was the week Next Magazine did a, uh, a, uh, a whole spread on what nose job Candace Kane should get. Oh. I was furious. Oh <laughs> so I wrote them a nasty, nasty uh, letter back. And I was just like, you bitches. You know, we're doing something historic. And you're talking about a nose job. And you spent several pages on it. I was oh I was furious. Well, you got Candace canceled. <laughs> no, not no. at all. <laughs> they paid no mind to me. So you know, I, I think that most of my career, the only reason why I eventually broke through or whatever is because I just kept hanging in there. But no one was really giving me opportunities. Um, um, I got into the East Village uh, through Mona Foote's show over at um, uh, the Pyramid. Uh, and I entered her her pageant thing, and that was star that search things for me. Yeah, right. Um, so what of of all the of all the places that you performed at and DJed at in New York in New York City? What 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 were your favorite places 
or just to hang out for that matter to give the kids a little history of the background you know uh i really i i uh so i became really good friends with troy Parrish. i don't know if you remember oh, of him. course he, yeah rest in power uh, yeah 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 um and his best friend was my boyfriend at the time uh kenneth and so um i loved hanging out over at um uh pro bar uh over in the east village uh i loved his his party i think was on mondays uh, I think it was yeah. Tuesday, it was Tuesday night with the artist formerly known as Gerlina, and it was called Swirl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she would perform on that little stage by the heating pipe, and and uh, I think the microphone like shocked her or something. There was some kind of whatever <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the I stage was the size of a coffee table. It was ridiculous, but it was fe- it was fierce, like in a good way. Well, and, and and believe it or not, my recording career started because of Girlina. Tell us, um, tell us uh, about that. Well, um, I forgot what venue. It wasn't there because the ceilings weren't tall, but she was dancing on a speaker uh, <laughs> at some spot, and she fell. Uh-oh. And so oh, no. I, I called up my friend Calvin Roberts, who uh, had just moved to New York, and I, uh, and I said, girl... I was at this club last night, and this queen fell off the speaker, and uh, but she got right back up and started dancing and blah, blah, blah. And he thought that it was funny the way that I was telling him, and he's like, we should put that on a record. And I was like, what? And, and I was, he was like, yeah. Um, so I, he arranged for me to come over, and uh, I did this thing in his bathroom, because <laughs> that was the only quiet room in his house. Oh, good acoustics. Uh, as the studio. Uh, and so he gave me a microphone, and I just started babbling or whatever, and that track became Why Are You Gagging? Right. <laughs> a classic. Uh, fun fact. A uh, classic. Well, well yeah. Um, well, oh, no, actually, I'm telling it wrong. That track became something called She Turns It. Uh, but then <laughs> from that, we recorded Why Are You Gagging? Because I was complaining about Kevin Aviance and uh, Franklin Fuentes. Because at this point, I was DJing at Jay's, and um, uh, they used to come in and give me attitude all the time. And I was only trying to get music from them so I could play it. So I would try and talk to them like, hey, could you get me a promo or whatever? And, you know, of course, it's five and six in the morning, and they're there for party favors. Uh, and, uh, they, you know, they don't, they're not interested in talking about any of that As stuff. Some folks are. Uh, and I, I did not partake in any of that stuff. So I had no information for them or anything that they would be of use. So they just kind of was like, oh, child, get out of here. Right. So, <laughs> so Jay's hangout for those who were not here 30 years ago was an after hours, uh, House of Ill Refute, I'll just say, on 14th and 9th and, uh, and uh, what was that, Hudson or 9th or uh, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Meatpacking yeah. Me District. Yeah. In the basement. Uh, mm. Right, right, right. And on the other side of it was Hellfire. Right. And so then we, we shared a basement. So if you went downstairs and you stood by a certain section of it, you could hear everything that was going on over in Hellfire. I, uh, I got the job there. They hired me to be the DJ, but there was no DJ booth, so they had to put a DJ booth in. But the manager at the time thought I was cute and wanted to sleep with me, so um, uh, he put me on uh, Sex Patrol. 
So oh. Jays was a <laughs> wow. was a jer- was a jerk off club, you, oh. and you weren't supposed to do anything else other than that. Although that it did happen. No, so, no hands uh, below the waist is what I heard the the rule. Right, right, was. right, right. So was the the phrase was lips above the hips, gentlemen. Right, and so it, that's it, what I, I I would walk through. Shout out to the staff at Florent for that uh, piece of information. Lips above the hips. <laughs> so I would walk through these dark rooms with a flashlight, and I'd be like, "All right, lips above the hips, gentlemen." And uh, which reminds me of a really crazy story. Uh, I did that for about a month or so while they were putting the DJ booth together and all that stuff and getting the equipment. Uh, and um, there was this one guy that used to get there really early, young, kind of cute. I was like, out of all the other people who would show up that early, I was like, why would this kid like show up like this for this place? And, uh, uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, I guess it takes all kinds or he's into older men or whatever, because it was a lot of older men who would show up early. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm walking through a room, one of the dark rooms downstairs, and uh, uh, the, the trick is, is that you walk through, they know that you're there, and so then you walk out of the room, but if you wait a couple of minutes and walk back into the room, but don't turn on your flashlight, you know, everybody's carrying on. So I flip on my light and the kid that I had been seeing, I look and I am completely shocked when I, I, I see what I see. Uh, and I, I, I gasped <laughs> and turned my light off very quickly. Now everyone saw the light, so everyone's shuffling to get their pants on and all this other stuff. Uh, but I think that the kid did not see the light and was so busy doing what they were doing that, um, you know, the person that they were with, uh, uh, that they were blowing, um, oh. had to kind of hit them in the head and say, uh-huh. you know, something's <laughs> going on. So uh, what I saw was this young guy was not a guy. It was a girl dressed up as a guy. Uh, and uh, I, the person came to me and, you know, and back then, you know, I, I, I know these kids today would not even believe it, but there was no transgender. You, like, you didn't say that back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that didn't exist. I mean, there, there might have been, but that wasn't a term that was a regularly used term or whatever. This was a woman dressed up as a man who was giving blowjobs in Jay's in the basement. And uh, she came up to me uh, and was frantic and was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And, I, 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 and you know, once I heard the voice, because I had never spoken to the person, uh, and uh, she literally said to me, I just love sucking cock so much. And, and I figured this was the best way to do it. And, and, I, and I'm like, slow down. <laughs> uh, and she's like, please don't tell the staff. Please don't tell the staff. And I was like, I'm not going to tell the staff, but you got to leave now. <laughs> so, you know, if you see me, uh, then, you know, you know that you can't hang around or whatever. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a woman who was dressing up. <laughs> to come and blow guys uh, at Jay's. And, you know, and in a dark room, people wouldn't know or care as long as they were getting blown. So. Exactly. So that was your favorite spot. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. That was my favorite spot to spin when I, sta- I finally started DJing there. And, and actually, the DJ that replaced me was Quentin Harris. Oh, 
so yeah all, fun fact yeah well you're, you're both brilliant of course and um yeah i mean tell us a little bit more about other venues that you were at in new york like i mean um let's maybe, i worked i worked all over the place i worked i i was a resident at the hangar for many years oh right uh i was I was a resident at the works and um, um, oh Christ I'm blanking on the one that was downtown in Chelsea there was the works and Splash oh the view no 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 this, the Barracuda Avenue, right around the corner from where Barracuda the view wasn't uh, it? But it was it was there the view it was what it became but it used to uh, be the break that's what the break the view break. Mona would right, get before, on stage before, and say, white before. party, black party, poppers, K, coke, whatever, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So before it was the view, it was the break. And so I uh, worked, I, I ended up breaking the color line at a lot of places, uh, which was interesting. Um, and so I was, I think, the first black DJ hired there at the works, at which because they were sister bars, I ended up working at the break as well. Um, uh, a few of the employees were not happy about that because they were very used to um, their very white DJs playing a lot of ABBA and all that kind of stuff. And I came in with all this like R&B stuff and hip hop. And the owner, Andrew, wanted that. He wanted a change. Uh, but the manager, Dan, I forgot what his last name was, he was not having it. And he was trying to get me fired at every turn. Yeah, that sounds like when I used to DJ at G on uh, 19th Street. Mm, like I was playing, I, never, I, I was I playing never Little heard. Kim and and Foxy Brown, and they weren't having it. And uh, <laughs> right now, it's called Rebar, and I have not been there yet. Oh, mm. yes. So another place that I broke the color line was the Monster. Oh wow! I was, okay. very, oh. I was the first black DJ to spin there, um, and it was by default. Um, the owner uh, got sick and died, and his lover, Charlie, took it over. And Charlie did not particularly care for Warren Gluck, who was the main DJ there. And Warren had been a fixture there, and Warren had started getting bookings out of town, like he was being flown to Australia and all kinds of stuff for his classic tea dance disco. Uh, and uh, so... Uh, Charlie didn't like that, and um, they often had words, and they had words on a Thursday night. I'm at home watching television, and I get a phone call from Charlie like, hey, how soon can you be here? And I'm like, what? And he's like, um, how soon can you be here? Would you like to be the new resident DJ? I was like, sure. <laughs> right, show uh, business. So I was like, well, yeah. So I was like, well, I got to pack up my records, and, uh, you know, however fast the train gets uh, gets me there. And he's like, oh, no, I'll pay for your cab. And that's when I knew it was really serious. Oh, wow. So I get there. Yeah, I get there, and Warren Gluck is carrying his crates of records out of the building. And uh, uh, he looked at me, and he was like, good luck with this one. Wow. <laughs> We're speaking about Charlie. Wow. So I go in, I start spinning, you know, Charlie didn't hate me or anything for taking the job because uh, I had subbed for him a few times while he was away. But like to actually be a, a resident at the uh, at the monster was like that was unheard of. They never had a resident black DJ before. Mm -hmm. So I go in and this is around the time when uh, like Crazy in Love and all that stuff was out. So I'm playing some of that stuff. 
And uh, the first night I played, Charlie went out and danced to Crazy in Love. Well, uh, fast forward about um, two or three weeks later, and more of the customers who knew me from Two Potato when I DJed there, and the customers I knew from The Hangar realized that I was there, they started showing up, which meant that it was more black people showing up in, in the monster. Mm -hmm. And the bartenders were not happy. And they started complaining. So then I get a, a phone call from Charlie telling me that I'm not to play any hip hop. Meanwhile, um, their Monday night DJ, who's Latino, had a free reign to play whatever he was wanting. He was playing hip hop and, you know, he was playing Latin music as well, but um, he was playing hip hop. No one said a word to him. Uh, and uh, so I thought I would be clever and I started remixing things like hip hop tracks and making them into house tracks so they would be at, at, at house speed. And, um, but he, um, Mitch Ferrero was just a bartender back then. And Mitch Ferrero is the one who got me fired. He kept clocking that there were raps in these songs and he was reporting everything that I was playing. And so I got fired after being there for about seven months. Wow. So, yeah. You know, that venue yeah. does have a sordid history, uh, and it really hasn't made too many changes. Uh, I guess since you left. Oh no 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 no! Now they let. Uh, well, as far as I know, I from the reports I've heard, they they let it let them play whatever who whatever promoter comes in. That's you know they can play. They have free reign. But I was the one who actually kind of broke in the idea of switching it up and not just playing white gay disco. Right. Yeah. Which still energy. does exist over there, uh, for sure. But uh, as far as uh, the ownership is concerned, they they definitely have had their their share of uh, of trespasses as far as the the racism is concerned uh, at the venue. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember the Honey Davenport thing. Oh, that as um, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, tell us. Okay, so yeah, so as, that's a lot. Gant um, loves to take left turns from the sure. Let's from let's, the more serious conversations. Well, but you know, no, this I'm, is this is important. Um, you have become, you know, a, a huge uh, figure in being uh, HIV positive, out loud and proud, and a, a a warrior for that. And tell us a little bit about that because I think that's important for people to you know know about and it, it's a it's an amazing part of you that uh you know we all respect and and you know well thank you i i appreciate that um it, it's i still kind of baffles my mind that the thing that i left florida for because of, i became hiv positive in florida uh, I left because I didn't want my family to know and I didn't want my friends to know. And all the people who lived in Tampa always moved to Atlanta. So I was just like, oh, I'm not going there. I'm going to go to New York. Uh, I had been to New York once before in 90 um, because of uh, I auditioned for the crying game, which obviously I didn't get. Uh, and um, uh, I fell in love with the city and it was like, oh my God, I want to go back there. So. When, when I, actually, after I got back from that trip of the audition is when I found out that I was HIV positive. And uh, I made this plan that I was gonna take out a loan and go do all the things that I've always wanted to do. And New York was definitely on the list. And uh, I was you know, really plotting on how I was gonna do this. And then all of a sudden I woke up one day and I was like, you're an idiot. You're probably gonna be as healthy as a horse and then you'll be in debt for the rest of your life. 
so I scrapped that plan. Um, but I had exhausted all the places that I could work in Tampa. There, there were only probably about like five gay bars and they were like all across the city. So they were sprinkled in different places. It wasn't like a village or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I had worked for all of them at that point. And the last one I worked for was actually owned by mafia. Uh, and they got caught. Uh, one of it was two brothers, the Chacho brothers. They had, um, killed someone and it was tax evasion. So they oh. shut the place down and I had a little do it. save. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I had a little money saved and I called up an ex of mine who was with Grace, the queen who took me in. And I asked him if I could come up and he was like, sure, but he shouldn't have said that because it wasn't his place, it was Grace's place. So I bought the ticket. I, it's a couple of weeks before I'm supposed to arrive and I call. I had spoken to Grace on the phone, but never, you know, any in-depth conversations. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna be up in a couple of weeks and I uh, can't wait to meet you. And she's like, oh, well, where are you staying? I'm like, uh, with you? And she's like, you can't be coming to stay with me or with us, we, we live in a room. I was like, and I'm in Tampa, Florida in a two bedroom apartment with a parking spot, which I didn't have a car, washer, dryer, all this stuff. And I was paying like, I think it was like 350 for this apartment back then. And uh, uh, I could, I had no concept of living in a room. Uh, so uh, I explained to her that my ticket was non-refundable and she's like, okay, well, we'll figure it out when you get here, we'll whatever. But when I arrived, she had put Michael out. So I was staying with a complete stranger. I had never met her before, but she was nice enough to take me in and help me get my first job. Um, so, and that's why I say she's my drag mother. Pepper was my drag mother. Uh, technically, oh, Paris Dupree lived upstairs, um, and I know that Paris's Burning is named after her ball, but she's barely in the movie, and it's because mm -hmm. she demanded money uh, before the movie started. She, before it got released, she wanted it to be paid, and uh, Jenny was like, this is a student project. It's like, <laughs> like, I don't have any money to give you. Uh, and uh, Right, not so yet. They, they yeah, removed I was a say. lot of her interviews and all that stuff. So she's in the movie, but you don't get to talk to her. They didn't talk with her, or they did, but it's not in the film. And it's not even on the bonus DVD thing that they released, because I, I bought it with hopes that it would be, but it's not. Uh, so yeah, Paris Dupree was one of my drag mothers as well. And these are all people who, and, and technically Willie too, they all like helped me and told me things that I should do to survive, because I had never lived in New York City. So, you know, it takes a village. It so, really um, um, uh, so anyway, I, I, the thing that I was hiding and wanted to hide is the thing that now is like a major part of my life. I tell everyone about it. I, um, uh, when I moved here to Toronto, my husband was already out and had already started a Facebook group called Pause Planet. And, um, and as soon as I got here, I was just like, well, I need to come out too. So we got interviewed by the local fag rag and I was like, you know, I, I outed myself then. So from the beginning, when I first got here, I told everyone I was HIV positive, my husband is HIV positive. And uh, I was like, this is a new frontier, but I'm gonna try and do it. And when I got here, there was no, uh, there, there was a group called Out and Pause, uh, but they weren't out. <laughs> they were paused, but they weren't out. And they were meeting in secret 
and it was like a secret list and they would meet at this restaurant uh, called Bumpkins and have you know meals together or whatever and they would meet at this bar that was away from the village like a block or two from the village um, called um, oh what was that place it's it's gone now um, it had a wolf theme it was a gay bar but it was <laughs> It looked like you walked into something from um, uh, Werewolf in London, like the interior of it. It had all these paintings and wolf heads and all this stuff all over. It was ridiculous. I can't recall. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it was my first DJ gig here um, uh, for New Year's Eve, uh, 2009. Um, so you're anyway. up, you're uptown, downtown, and world renowned. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've spun over in Amsterdam, over in the UK. I've spun, um, it was a private party in Greece, but yeah, I've spun in Greece. That um, counts. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, where else? I mean, San Francisco, I've, uh, I'm definitely down in Florida, um, DC, Philly. Um, those are probably it. Oh, uh, Santo Domingo, I've been there too. <laughs> Right, that's. I think that's Deandra's favorite uh, stomping grounds, shall we say? Oh yes, that's her. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. yeah. yes, she loves the locals. She's yeah. She's, she definitely has some international trade relations going on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was the first. The, when I went to go spin there, that was the first time I ever witnessed someone get shot. Oh. <laughs> what? That, that, <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, was the, the police shot this kid. Uh, he had uh, robbed a, a, a tourist, and uh, it was during a parade. And uh, he went running right by me, and they shot him uh, in his uh, leg oh, to God. make him stop running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the noise that he made when he got hit, I, I'll never forget it. And I couldn't reproduce it if I tried. But like, yeah, that was the first time I ever saw someone get shot. Oh, <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I hadn't been back to something to me. <laughs> well, well, speaking of, I couldn't think of a better segue with uh, the violent tone of the first track that you have on this mix. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's probably the most that, violent. Oh, I'm so glad that you asked about that. Do you know who the other voice is on that? Um, Bunny? No, <laughs> no, no. That is Sahara Davenport. Oh, oh wow! You she heard it here off first. On, she she went off on a tangent after the Glammy Awards because of Manila did not win. They were a couple, and yeah. uh, and and so um, the the website fierce dot com with Brian. Oh, I can't think of his last name, but uh, Mike Diamond was the other person. Uh, they put it, the they it was their microphone that got snatched when she uh, Mike was uh, interviewing people at outside of the awards or whatever and she just grabbed the microphone and went off on this tangent so they had this recording of her and they put it up online and said make a track with it and it was a contest oh. so, so everybody just used her voice and I thought oh it would be even funnier if she was fighting with someone so I created another uh, character when I moved here called Paprika Jones, 
So Paprika Jones was uh, great. Another another name for my contact list for you. Great, thanks. <laughs> hey, it's the witness protection plan. Honey. There's a lot of uh, different suspects. Good lord. <laughs> I know. I know too much about those queens in New York. I had to get out. I had to get out. But uh, I mean, all I know with for that song is that it was. Eventually, I found out it was Johnny Dangerous, and I had it on vinyl as a white label, and I just put B T B W A B on it because it was <laughs> I couldn't write it all on the white label. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah, no, that was the jam back then. Beat that bitch with a bat. I yeah, that's what I started with, but I quickly morphed into uh, our track, which is called "You Don't Want It, Bitch." Uh, <laughs> there's so get ready uh fasten your seatbelts and uh you know get ready y'all yeah is there uh jade before we before we uh get into this mix is there anything that you want to promote anything you got coming up soon other than my trip uh, tomorrow to the, see you I, <laughs> I am hoping that uh it will be finished in time but i am uh, executive producing a uh ep for i underground records and I am introducing some uh, new LGBT artists, and um, um, we're kind of. I, I just I had this idea. I, I, I wrote a track called "Walk, Darling," and uh, I made some references to some black gay figures, and then um, that's on my album, which was released back in uh, December, uh, December first of last year. Uh, um, uh, that album, uh, Legendary Darling, is kind of a retrospective of my career. So it starts with my early recordings and works its way up to now. So Walk Darling is one of the last tracks on it. And um, um, so there are remixes coming. There's been one already, but there's more coming. And so I was just like, why don't we take one of those remixes and put it on an EP, and then I'll introduce some other artists that I would like to work with. So that's that's what's coming up we have it's the title hasn't um been solidified but i think it's going to be called pride underground so well once you um have that assembled we're happy to have you back and help you promote it and i look forward to seeing you either tomorrow or saturday yes yes i'm looking forward to that as well yes. i haven't seen you in forever although uh i was talking to someone uh, which will go unnamed uh, unnamed uh -oh. but uh, uh -oh. because of the, the embarrassed that uh, i i outed them about this but they were talking about how good you look uh these oh. days and that you really have been taking care of yourself oh so i was like oh well do that <laughs> let's see do they live in toronto Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, they do not. They live in New York. That's the reason why I'm not saying Okay, the well, you can tell me uh, when I see you. Could, here, I, you can tell me when huh? I see you. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you We'll when spill I see the tea. Is in Toronto. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. You're listening to the Face Radio from the Soul of Brooklyn. We're going to get into the mix right now with Jade Electra or Alfonso King or Happy DJ well, Relentless or technically DJ Relentless. DJ Relentless. Okay, let's do DJ Relentless. Let's go with that today. <laughs> You're listening to the Face Radio. Yes, she. Did. I'll beat that bitch with a bat. 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 I'll beat that bitch, I'll beat that bitch, I'll beat that bitch with a bat. 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 The drama starts here, bitch. And I'm about to stump a hole in your ass. What the hell is going on? Keep talking, bitch. I'm going to give your family something to do next Sunday. Miss Thing. Miss Thing, I fight. Well, girl, it won't be the first time that I had to beat a Les Badaga. Excuse you, bitch. Oh, really? No word is bond, bitch. You fixing to get hurt. Bitch. Les Badaga. Bitch. Les Badaga. I don't know how y'all pump pocketbooks. Fuck that hoe. I'm not going to give her the press. Girl, we don't have to worry about the press because your 15 minutes are up. We're sorry. Your 15 minutes are up. Please deposit 25 cents for five more minutes. I have something to say. Well, bitch, you ain't RuPaul and you ain't winning an award. I don't understand how or what or who... I don't know her name. I don't know her either. But she show is ugly. She look bad. Her hair is horrible. She's talentless. Look at her makeup. Her hair is horrible. Bitch. Ew. I have something to say. I'll cut you. Miss How? Bitch. Ew. I have something to say. I'll cut you. Miss Thing, how? Oh no, bitch, you'll get cut. I got a blade right under my weave, right over here. Where's my blade? Oof, in the name of Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. There you go, bitch. Girl, you can't weigh nothing but a buck five. Somebody go get her egg salad sandwich. I don't have an egg salad sandwich, but I have an Altoid. Oh no, she does. Fuck this bitch. Somebody hold my baby. So there you have it. Bitch, I'm 
perdió El vecino no sé qué perdió A la gente no sé qué le dio Pero todo el mundo está loco Todo el mundo, todo el mundo está loco Todo el mundo rayado del coco Y yo solo sé que mataron Thank you. 
secure right about now. You know what? It would be so
of this aquarium. You feel where I'm coming from, baby? So like you see, I got something here that you don't ever want to turn down. Don't you want the more?
listening to Jade Electra. A.K.A. DJ Relentless. DJ Relentless. A.K.A. Paprika. Paprika Jones. Electra. Yes. Uh, the founder of Electra Records. Yes, exactly, exactly. That we didn't get around to that. But no, seriously, she just gave you the yeah. battle beats. She did for your life, yeah. for your yeah. nerves. You look fierce. You do look fierce. Uh, and uh, by that, we actually mean fierce, fierce girl. That was fierce. Uh, do uh, follow Jade Electra on all the socials. Go download all of her her tracks because they're all pretty fabulous and uh, toronto i will see you very soon yes yes balls deep disco saturday night at the black eagle or the eagle or whatever it's called yes and for the next hour you get uh, us here on yes right she the plot turns did. <laughs> it thickens Special effects by Cheryl Lynn.
puts on her new pop two she pants, <laughs> looks at her ass and thinks she's got a chance. So maybe if you're lucky, one day you'll end up like me. That's right, a diva from head to toe. <laughs> you have to work to get this good.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Listen, I don't know what that was because it's not a dirty record. Well, a digital it's a digital file. Too. Did you clean it off first? Yeah, I didn't. My even my digital files are dusty. Um, we uh, got we're running out, out of time. We're running out of time here, and we want to remind you. Are you all, still there? Are you? Yes, Papa. Can you hear me? Can uh, Tommy? Can you feel me near you or something like that? Anyway, we want to remind you all that you can uh, get a double dose of Gant if you'd like. Oh Lord! Uh, tonight. The Butch Queens Express, 1 Jackson Street in Brooklyn. Uh, it's exactly where I'll be tomorrow night, Friday, at Moist Towelette. Uh, also from 9 to whenever. Right, and then, and then catch a flight to Toronto to the Black Eagle Eagle and for Balls Deep Disco with me and Chris, Chris Steves and the robotic kid. Do, 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 do. And happy Mother's Day to all those that celebrate. Yeah. I know I to love my mother. To, well, to some people don't I have guess, their mother anymore, uh, whatever. Yeah. They don't you celebrate. Still celebrate Mother's Day. Even when there's a holiday, time. some people celebrate, some people don't. I, I, sure. I don't, for example, I, I don't, don't, see I don't Day celebrate, I don't celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, well, I know. Well, that's a little, you don't, whatever. That's a little different, too. The I, point I, is. You don't celebrate Ramadan. Whatever. I don't, maybe so I do. How maybe do you, you do. Maybe I've, you. Okay. I've been fasting. You're a closet Muslim. I am. And right. uh, not to throw all the children off, Sunday, which is Mother's Day, you can catch Kent Johnson. As long as my flight is on time. Yes. Yes. Uh, may not be there when you want, but it'll be right on time. Uh, he'll be at the Exley. By the power of Go. Leonard Skinner, I command you. Yeah, wow. Ew, crazy. Um, yeah, and that's how. I mean, don't say that because you know. The radio daddy's like, away. what have I created? Yeah, you'll be flying. He'll be flying back, and he'll be at One Jackson Street, the Exley for Breezin. That's from weekend. four to nine. Uh, it's or not maybe tense, later if you stay later. Oh, and yeah. we have count them uh, two, two of our own beers now. <gasps> not, not only the beer, Queen Point beers. Kolsch. We also have the Dos Exley, if you will. Two queer The Mexican lager. Get into it. And uh, for those who are still recovering from Cinco de Mayo or Mayo or whatever you want to celebrate. It is Mayo. Um, But yeah, uh, it'll be a a fantastic affair. So join us for all of those fun events. And uh, stay tuned for an all-new episode of FSQ. With right, Chuck DeFunk, Chuck DeFunk, he's doing an apres ski show. Yeah. Because there's still snowing in California. I saw a picture Wild. of him on the slopes. Wild. It's springtime it. in New York City, and it's snowy in Los Angeles. Believe it or not. Or don't. Uh, 
But either way, Chuck will keep you up and running for the rest of the afternoon here on The Face Radio. (laughs) 